0: Welcome to Entry Rising, for a TND podcast. We're some way associated with LTM Gaming. When last we left our heroes, uh, they had just managed to recover the relics of um, Dypal and Kunthal and managed to return them to the Firemount clan.
1: And Gwen. We were, we were not rewarded at all.
0: Uh, and they won't be. And I demand a parade. I just received a
1: message.
2: You know, as funny as
1: we probably
0: were, and I just with... don't remember. You definitely weren't. Oh, okay. Which, uh, Gwen was thrilled to, or which Gwen was excited about sharing with the rest of the group. So we'll return to Gwen having the message back at the keep, preparing to read it to Aerith and Kafan. So,
3: you go ahead. Unroll the scroll. <laughs>
4: The Raven Queen has is, blessed us is, with five is. levels of experience <laughs> for all of our great deeds.
2: Heroics. heroic, no. heroic deeds. But for that
0: one time you failed, she's also taken away five levels.
1: <laughs> Truly we are legends among <laughs> men.
4: Are we paragons?
0: <laughs> so what the message says is obviously from the Dark Council, as all the messages are. The Raven Queen is pleased with the work that you have done with your small group of followers. This is obviously addressed specifically to Gwen. It's written in uh, Elvish. You're my
4: followers now,
0: and uh, <laughs> I, don't,
4: I don't think I ever doubted that.
0: <laughs> and she has foreseen that your actions will most likely lead to Boothill gaining rule of his clan. She has. A particular task that is meant to challenge such young upstarts within her ranks. In the area just outside of Ashkent lies a small village and there is there a group of, what are they called? Uh, black wings. And they have taken to, it's not murdering, I guess it would be like releasing into death healthy young people as opposed to those who are old and near death. They're bringing ill view upon the Raven Queen, and she wishes that this be investigated, and these rogue agents be eliminated.
1: Oh! Why why
3: wouldn't it be murder? Because it's assisted suicide, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Well... They're called Kevorkians, not black
2: players.
3: Are they ducks?
1: So Blackwing duck? If you if you dark, right? no, dark winged duck.
2: duck. <laughs> if
3: you can't even get the nineties references right, Paul. You joke. just need to quit. Jeez. That's a joke. Uh, you you push you it with a microphone, said, no one will laugh.
0: If you would have <laughs> said, Paul, what what are they? Ducks? Let's get dangerous. <laughs> At
2: least then yeah, yeah. yeah. like, jump smoke. That's appropriate. <laughs> Uh, you, or
3: you could have said, Oh man, there's trouble. Better call DW. You know, something like that, but no. BW. Yeah. See, and you, see there you go, Paul. Yeah, now you're doing now it. Now you're
2: trying. <laughs> I hate you all. Hooray.
0: <laughs> and and it, it provides a couple more details about, you know.
3: Can we see how... the big map where that is? Yeah, can you put us on the big map?
1: I can put us
3: on the big map.
1: Is that the place that's that's now east of us?
3: It yeah, is everything east. is east of Oops. us. Just the waters to the wait? No. Or the waters west? Oh yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Ignore me. Ignore me. Wait, where's the where's the um map key? Oh, I'll set on here.
0: Is it is it Is it... Five. In ping that puts you there? Oh. No. Okay. Can, so can so anyways, Yeah, five is Ashkent, and there you where go. I'm is Firemount. Basically, what it indicating is that it's Ashkent is supposed to be like right on the bay, and this village is more in the northern part of the desert um it's not very far away it's probably like a half day's walk from Ashkent because there's not really it's not really possible to survive unless you're very nearby the city just because it's all desert, but obviously what is over there isn't falling under the rule of any particular group in
4: Itself. Assemble the coconuts, we ride at dawn.
3: <laughs> Actually, so wait a minute, if we're your followers, are Paul and I the ones doing the coconuts?
4: That's why I told you to assemble the coconuts.
3: Okay, that's, yes sir.
4: <laughs> as as you are reading this... TJ, is this a African raven or a European raven? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: It's difficult to tell. You'll have to measure its overlaying okay. speed. <laughs> you, you've you just finished reading this missive to go and investigate this city, which is called Dry Barrel, when Boothal comes in through the door.
3: He wasn't... Did he
0: knock? It's no.
2: It's
0: his key. I was going to say, it's his house. <laughs> Whose house? Or is it...
4: <laughs>
3: he said Don't they'd, say they'd, it. Said, like Don't it. say it.
4: Man, say it. <laughs> I put put forth the question. (laughs) So Boodle comes in through the
0: door and uh, his face is beaming and uh, he says, you've done it. The return of the relics of my friends has swayed the council. They've proclaimed that I will be Rex. The ceremony will happen later, but... Is official as as of right now.
4: Congratulations, Boothall.
3: Ricks, not I'm sure you will make an adequate leader. (laughs) (laughs) And not in fourth edition terms, in which case you were a terrible leader.
0: (laughs) I want to ensure that you are adequately compensated for the effort that you put forth and the danger you put yourselves in. To recover those items,
3: Aerith nudges, <laughs> <laughs> giving him the, the sly thumbs up.
0: Surely you all have heard of dwarven ale? Sure. <laughs> <I laughs> not you eating it with your own mug? You
3: know? <laughs> I'm sure you've all heard about the the way that dwarves covet their own dung, right? I have given you an entire wheelbarrow full.
0: A small mountain of the grand treasure. And
3: no, you cannot leave it with you. You must <laughs> take it with you. <laughs>
0: If you'll follow me, I would like to take you to my, uh, my family's hold, uh, where relics that have been passed down reside. Ooh, it's like and a ooh. He indicates for you to uh, follow him. Lead the way. He is leading the way. He indicated for you to follow him. He's a great you leader.
3: I, I'm, we're all following.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
3: In case that wasn't abundantly clear. Some of us you, are
1: skipping.
0: Am I one of those some of us? Oh, I see. I understand what you're saying. I thought you were saying, like, my voice was cutting in and outlay. I was skipping well, that way. you we're are, talking, like, but no. talking, like, physically skipping. He was.
1: No. We're skipping on the way to mm-hmm. the loot.
0: Got it. So, you go up in the keep. Pretty much, you've been only on one level. You go up two flights of stairs, and you come to a heavy metal door with an iron <laughs> ring set into it that Boothal... Rock on. Boothel pulls and uh, reveals a room with uh, fine wooden shelves and uh, marble pedestals. And he invites you to stand inside the room, but then indicates that you should wait just inside. And he sort of walks through the room, looks upon items on the shelves, looks upon items on the pedestal, Um, At the second pedestal, he picks up a pair of gloves and carries them to Kafan. Kafan, you carry with you memories of olden days. My great father's great father's great father was not a leader and was not a warrior, but he was a renowned blacksmith. Such was his craft that when he grew old and retired, his gloves were imbued by our priests and were gifted down to our line. I would like you to take these as this is one of the oldest possessions belonging to our family. And Paul Kafan now possesses Forgemaster's gloves. You gain Resist 5 Fire and it has a... Daily miner that will imbue your next attack power
3: with an extra 1d6 of fire damage. Wow. Neat. Thank you, Bufal. Oh, sure. Uh, is, you're nice to him when he gives you stuff. Yeah. Uh
2: huh.
3: This is, this is beyond my expectations. Yes, yes, it should be.
2: Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he then walks back into the room and, uh, looks at a, uh, small dagger and then moves past that and then moves in front of a cape that's hanging off of a peg. He takes it off the peg, sort of gives it a shake, knocks off a little bit of dust, and uh you see that it's a crimson color, but it's a very deep, deep crimson that if there wasn't a lot of light might look blackish. And then he presents this to Aerith, and he says, not all in our family have been fighters or leaders. There have been those of us who have needed to be more dexterous and have needed to be more defensive as opposed to offensive. My great uncle possessed this cape. And although...
3: Upon his death, which is why it's right. <laughs>
0: uh, neither my father nor I had use for it. But perhaps you will. He presents you with a baffling cape. This is actually the baffling cape
4: plus two.
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it a cape? Or is it a scarf? It's an ascot.
4: I know, it's baffling. I can't decide. It's baffling. It is is a
0: baffling cape, but it it does take up, it does use your next slot. So it gives you a plus two bonus to your fortitude, reflux, and will. And it also gives you a daily power which is an immediate reaction. It is a teleportation reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trigger is an enemy adjacent to you, misses you with a melee attack. Uh, you can then s- immediately swap positions with the triggering enemy. Hmm. If you'd prefer, instead of calling it the baffling cape, you may refer to it as the bamfing cape.
3: <laughs> I uh, 100% will.
0: I I almost picked it out for that reason alone.
3: That's in character, Boothall
1: says that. No, that was, that was TJ. <laughs> obviously,
0: Boodle doesn't understand the importance of Bamfing as opposed to baffling.
3: This, he says, this was under my expectations.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: he he goes from looking pleased as he did after presenting gift to Kafan and initially presenting to you to looking like he usually does after you and he have had you know more than five words exchanged <laughs> between the two of you. He moves around, uh, the room a bit longer. He looks at items on pedestals. He looks at the shelves and, uh, he then moves near the side of the room where you guys are standing, um, on the same wall as the door. And there is a chest on the floor and, uh, he goes to open it, sees that it's locked, uh, thinks for a moment, goes, to one of the shells, lifts up a hat, pulls the key out from underneath the hat, goes back and opens the chest, and uh calls Gwen over. Was it a cunning hat? Mm. No, okay. it was jaunty looking though. Oh, okay.
1: Wait, TJ, Gwen. is it a what what level baffling cape is it? I thought I said it was a level 8, the
0: the, the plus 2 one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, he says to Gwen, "Before my father became Rex, he wore a mighty suit of armor. I believe that this armor acted justly within battle. You have shown yourself to be a just individual. Not all who serve the Raven Queen are just. So I am pleased to present this to you. And hopefully it will stay as a reminder that you can act justly when serving Our Lady. And uh, he presents you with a set of Plate armor. It is the shared suffering armor. It gives you a plus one bonus to your AC, and uh, it also gives you access to an encounter power, which is an immediate reaction. You use the power when an attack causes you to take ongoing damage. The attacker, the attacker who dealt you that, uh, gains an equal amount of untyped ongoing damage. Nice. Boodle says <clears throat> these are treasures of my family, so I hope you will care for them.
1: We will keep them well and ensure that they return when we are unable to use them.
4: Yes, Buthal, thank you for your generosity. They will allow us to serve the Raven Queen more effectively in our next uh, mission.
0: When when you say that he suddenly looks sheepish and uh, he says yes, it will allow you to serve her better. It is unfortunately going to be the case that you will have to return to more direct service sooner than I would like our priests of Moradin grow uncomfortable with the amount of fame you are gathering being such vocal servants of our lady
1: I'll just interrupt him Uh, don't worry Bootho we already have orders to leave Mm -hmm. we will be
4: it seems we are fated to uh, assist you in that matter as well
1: Yes.
3: And don't worry, you were never good at it anyway.
2: <laughs>
0: good, good. Well, if, if that is the case, then I will certainly provide you with all manner of, uh, supplies, food, horses, water, uh, whatever you require. I may have one final favor to request of you, but I do need to finish a conversation that i was having with the priest before your return do you intend to leave this very day or do you intend to get a night's rest before you head out
4: uh i think it'd probably be best if we rest after our activities recently and uh we'll assemble all necessary supplies for our journey we will leave tomorrow morning
0: that is that is perfect i will accompany you back to your rooms, ensure that you have the materials that you need so that you can create a list whatever you can think that you might need put it down uh provide it to the head of house and it will be provided for you
1: one million gold
0: <laughs> certainly if uh if you require money, I can provide some to you, oh, it, but I will do what I can
1: to. <laughs>
0: yeah, Cuthman uh, actually
1: said that <laughs>
0: to funnel <laughs> money towards the Raven Queen directly rather than providing it to you.
3: Yes, yeah, I oh, know that
0: we always were able to easily make our way without a <laughs> large excess of money.
3: There's only one comic relief here, and it's clearly Eric. <laughs> So <laughs> you doing it just makes the whole crowd just feel awkward and uh, okay. they don't want to laugh at the joke. So then it's mm-hmm. just really believe that that's what you meant.
0: All right. Uh He he takes you back down to your rooms and provides you with, you know, ink and paper so that you can create a list. And uh, he he leaves.
4: So you think we need um, a team of uh dwarves to carry us on raised chairs?
3: Mm, like the Hawaiian uh, kings?
4: Yeah. I'm of then... that. And then when we need to do battle, they set us down and we fight, and then we've got a like a whole battalion of dwarven fighters ready to go.
3: Sure. Either that or just, like, rickshaws.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Or, or I mean, really, you could hook them up to a, a carriage. I don't mind whipping them to make them go faster.
4: <laughs> okay, maybe we'll just take some horses okay. and some baskets of food. But... <laughs> and some water. Okay. So.
1: Do we have a map we're going, of the area?
4: We're going into a desert, right? You are?
0: I assume you're that, going to do what they asked you to but, do. So <laughs> that's you the said you said you
4: said that area was a desert, though. Yeah, so we definitely want to make sure we have sufficient water or other. True.
1: I was saying, do we have a map of the area? Maybe they could provide okay. us with a map of the
0: town I or that you guys got a map when you were in Iran.
4: My thought was more. I
0: thought it was more yeah. just the.
3: It was just the mountain range, basically,
0: wasn't it? Well, and that's, well, I'm trying to, I think that it extended out just a little bit past the mountain range, but like not very far. And like the only important detail that was on it was probably like the
4: road. Mm -hmm. There's a notation here be sand.
3: No, it says, no, if you don't dance in rhythm, dot, dot, dot,
4: you were requesting like food
0: and water, a cart, horses, and a map of the
3: outlying area,
4: correct? Maybe a parasol. I do declare.
3: <laughs> I'm coming know, down with the vipers. Like,
4: you know what kind of a great image that'd be? Like I come walking into a town and I'm holding this like umbrella as a shade, and then you see I'm wearing like full plate mail and I have a long sword and a shield.
3: That'd be a fun reveal. It's pretty sweet.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You'd be like plate mailed Kaylee.
0: <laughs> I say I don't know how big of a re- reveal it would be. I would imagine you'd be able to see the plate mail like. Sparkling mm. She's very... How big is a parasol? See, like, but, what are you talking yeah, about? Big parasol.
4: But I see if I'm hiding and under a beach umbrella? Well, if I'm no. hiding in the shade of it like the uh monster from uh uh oh, Order sure. of the stick, you, you wouldn't be able the to see The thing in me. the shadows. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: You you now have a magical parasol. <laughs> <laughs> Not canon. Okay. But yeah, you can have a parasol. That's fine. So you guys put your list together and
3: uh I will convert some of that water into holy water with my ritual, create holy water. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All of your water is blessed now. Sweet. Does
4: that make it like Gatorade if we drink it?
3: Terrible for your teeth.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, no. It's fine.
0: It prevents it from spoiling. You know, like when water goes bad.
3: It does go bad.
0: Yes. So, uh you guys do your list. You finished it up and you provided it to the head of house to be able to bring you, or to Gather everything for you. I imagine you guys are laying low, or are you
4: going out?
3: Unless if Gwen went out, I don't think I would.
4: And then based on based on what Boothall is saying, you know, I think it'd probably be better if we laid low for now. Then we're not here to stir things up with the dwarves. We're just here to assist and do what we were sent to do.
3: And really, that would give us a good amount of time to figure out what area of expertise we were aiming this, you know, leveling up to for so we know what powers we're going to have and
0: whatnot. Okay. Late in the evening, there's a knock on your door, and uh Bootho lets himself in again.
3: See, he knocked and this
1: time. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be Don Knotts.
3: <laughs> oh. Why, do- Why Don Knotts?
2: Come in, knock on my door.
3: Come on, knock on my door. I'm for you. All I could like think of was, was Mayberry, and I'm like, what is... Does is it... Obi coming, too?
4: <laughs> He'd freak out because there's a a girl living with a, maybe a guy and living with a, maybe <laughs> a black person? <laughs>
0: Quick, someone has to pretend they're gay. That's how that show worked, right? Yep. So, Boothill knocks and then lets himself in and he says...
3: Is this, is this so late that we would have all been asleep or late enough, just later in the evening when we would expectantly be awake?
0: Yeah, it, like, Late enough that if you were like exhausted, you may have gone to bed.
3: Okay, but all, I just want to make sure it's not like two in the morning and he's knocking on the door and coming in, like it's meant to be secretive or something. That's no, all. No, like okay, like
0: nine thirty, ten thirty, somewhere in that range. Candles are lit out in the hallway. You probably have a fire in the fireplace just because it's like damp and cool because you're inside the mountain. And he says, "Do you have a moment to converse?" Of course. Very good. The prisoner that we brought with from Jalarama's ship, you will recall that the priest told us that his crime was stealing from the church, specifically taking some newer relics and secreting them away, claiming that they were not true relics and therefore didn't belong in Morden's church. Our priests have decided that his punishment is to go out into the world and retrieve those items and bring them back. I have talked with them, and if you would like his assistance, they would put him under your control, and he could go along with you. If you if you were interested in having his assistance, he would be compelled... To first and foremost, above all else, attempt to recover the relics that he has removed from Mordan's temple here. But second only to that would be to assist you in whatever way possible in your service of the Raven Queen. He himself would not be bound to her in any way. The, the priest would not consent to do that, but he, he would be subject to commands you remember that he was particularly persuasive at your discretion. The impediment that was placed upon him would still be left. We could send him out into the world as he is. He would be compelled to find these items and return them. But I feel that being compelled to help you as well would be... A larger punishment towards him, and provide a greater deterrent from acting in such a way again. If he managed to return all these items and have the compulsion removed from him,
1: so so, he, those things that going with us is the ultimate he punishment. punishment. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he's he's saying it. that like he would be he's, allowed. He spent, to just, <laughs> he spent
4: time with us. He
0: knew right. <laughs> What, what he is specifically saying is that he would be forced to serve... I mean, he's, this guy is twisted, but he's obviously very devout follower of Moradin. He thought that he was trying to help Morden's cause by removing items because they weren't holy enough. So being forced to more or less be in the service of another god would be the main punishment. Now, to a certain degree, he spent a lot of time with Aerith. So, you know, there's maybe other parts of the punishment that he's not vocalizing, <laughs> but the the point that he was trying to make was, like, this guy's super devout mm-hmm. and would be serving a different god and wouldn't even be doing it of his own accord. He'd be forced to follow directions. Basically, what Boothill is describing is the third edition spell quest. Like, he's being given a quest that he has to fulfill under, like, all, under just about any circumstance other than, like, the loss of his own life. Mm-hmm. So Woodo points out, I, I will not force you. In fact, I believe that with the rank change, I cannot force you to bring him along. But if you feel that you could use his skills, I provide his services to you.
3: Well, now, I'm curious, why didn't they G-S or quest him before? Like, what's the deal with the whole binding of the mouth? Like, right?
0: Okay, so you let's say you ask that question. This isn't
3: necessarily question. in character. See, maybe Steve just doesn't remember.
0: No, no, no. You could. You, we'll say that. So, Eric just asked that question. Okay. Why didn't they just do that when they first captured him? The ritual that is needed to achieve this effect is not a widely known ritual.
3: Mm. Okay.
0: And it is also difficult to cast. Uh, Most of Morden's priests will be gathered to ensure not only that it is cast strongly upon him, but also that the wording is concise and executed well, leaving no loopholes. It is a matter of both clerical strength and legal wording, or contractual wording perhaps is a better phrase. So
1: also, I think it's Gesh.
0: Ooh. That's how you say that word. Gaze.
1: No, it's Gesh.
3: What word?
0: The the word that you said
3: G A S is Gesh. Oh really? Yeah. I never heard it pronounced.
0: <laughs> so, you know, Booth was given this explanation, Air asked a question, he responded. It is it is much to consider, I understand, but it will take some time to complete the ritual. They intend to perform the ritual tomorrow morning. So I can give you this evening to discuss it amongst yourselves and decide what the best course is. But I will come to you early in the morning to get your decision so that they can properly word the incantation.
4: Thank you. We will, we will definitely consider it.
0: I can imagine that you are very tired. And I apologize for keeping you from rest. He looks well at least keeping you indicating earth uh, or uh Gwen keeping you from rest
1: uh, you I sleep what the hell
0: <laughs> i will uh I will leave you all to yeah, rest you don't
3: masturbate to fall asleep <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you don't, how do you fall asleep I <laughs> so he shows himself out and closes the door behind him.
1: Notice how Steve does not have an answer for that.
3: <laughs> oh, no, I... Sorry. If you couldn't hear the sounds, I'm sure they will show up on my audio, which was, uh... Like, I don't know. Oh, I no. can't think of a better answer.
0: Can Matt talk? Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> With a rag of ether.
3: Well, if you put ether on your penis, it hurts. Oh, that's not what you meant.
0: <laughs> Remove all of your uh, oils. Really dry it out. So.
1: Now TJ does have access to chemicals.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't have access to the ether that I used to have.
1: Is that because you almost blew up the whole lab?
0: No, because when I was in grad school, ether was everywhere. And now it's not mm. everywhere anymore. So. Okay, so he shows himself out and closes the door. So mm-hmm. you guys are free to discuss this issue or go to sleep first and discuss it in the
4: morning. Uh, do you have any thoughts on him? As I recall, bringing this one along. Or...
1: Gardane was a very pleasant travel companion.
4: Mhm. Yeah,
0: you definitely all like him.
3: Yeah. I remember I'm, that. I'm opposed to him.
0: You definitely liked him.
3: Why are you opposed? Even a, even a well-worded spell would still give a person who was very much opposed to our thoughts and goals, you know, a loophole to Lead to our untimely deaths, uh, or accidental, not necessarily even by his hands, but you know, by lack of action or things like that. Uh, I just feel like he would be more of a liability. We've been basically going at it with just the three of us for a while now. Uh, I don't see the need to add a fourth.
4: That is a valid point. Although is it any different than if they sent him off on his own?
3: Any different for what? I mean, that he could why come would and he... try to kill us.
4: Well, why would he wish to kill us? Well, I don't... If if they send him off on his own, he still has the same restrictions in theory that he's supposed to go do this task. What would what would killing us accomplish if he came with us?
3: Uh, some sense of joy to not have to do something he doesn't want to do. You asked for an opinion; I gave it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's. We also know that he is quite adept at bending others' wills and using his words to obscure the truth, mm-hmm. create doubt, or sway others to his will. So it's tough. I was thinking about suggesting perhaps interviewing him, mm-hmm. but it's it's hard to tell, as Aerith said. You know, we, there's no way of knowing what his motivations actually are.
4: And true, which is why I bring up the point of if we don't take him, he'd be off on his own, doing possibly doing all that. At least, if he's with us, we'd be babysitting him, possibly oh, to our death. Oh, I was only, but,
3: even in your explanation, I was only hearing it as a negative. Well, he's going to be off, you know, he's, he's going to do it to somebody. <laughs> May as well be us. But you're seeing it as a positive, so we're preventing other people from getting hurt.
4: Well, I yeah, if he, if he can possibly no, no. do I didn't any of that, that stuff before. anyway, yeah. yeah. At least we'd be there to possibly prevent things. Yes, it right. could be a detriment to us if he tried to use it against us, but do we have an otherwise, obligation otherwise to otherwise, take it? otherwise, they're otherwise they're sending him off on his own anyway. I don't know that we have an obligation specifically, but again and a, I don't uh,
1: know uh, if, Kifan will turn to Erith and I d I don't know this is
4: necessarily directly our ladies
1: right. domain. But uh, I'll turn to Erith and say uh Gwen does have a point about who better than us to keep watch over this potential miscreant? If, if we have the opportunity to prevent him from doing something terrible in our absence, then we should take that opportunity.
3: Eric it says, it's always a fine line to talk about meddling in the lives of others as a consequent of, you know, or with the rationale being that we are preventing something, when all we may be doing is delaying fate or trying to remove fate in the lives of him and those he comes in contact with. When the decision is ultimately mm-hmm. yours, you simply ask for my opinion.
4: And I value both of your opinions. Uh, I think if this was I think if it was a clear matter of it, this definitely was our Lady's will, then there would be no discussion.
0: And just to remind you
4: guys only because you said he, like some, he had he had a jaunty hat.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: like you're saying, you know, you worry about you know preventing him from doing something bad. The the reason he was hunted down by the doors was because of this theft. There are no indications that he's Wait, ever he done was
2: hunted
3: down by dwarves,
0: well, followers of mordan,
3: Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, and, and like, he was
3: given over to the servants of the Raven Queen, and didn't we give him in that? Port city.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. he was on Jalarama's so why... ship,
1: and
3: oh, he was on the ship. That's right. But us taking
1: mind. him was like part of our passengers.
3: Right, right. No, no, right. I just mm-hmm. I forgot that he was on the ship and that we didn't bring him with us out of the temple. Correct. Then I go. Right? Yeah, yeah. He, yep. he okay. Never he mind. Been
0: picked up in a different port. So, you know, to your knowledge, he's never been violent. He's just being returned as a prisoner to answer for. The crime of theft. Of.
1: And it was a religious relics. theft.
0: Right, like.
1: It was like he decided that the new relics weren't as good as the old God touched relics.
0: Right, like they were. So they
1: had to be removed. They
0: are not just yeah. not as good, but like outright blasphemous. So. Yeah. I, I don't want to sway you guys, but you know, if part of your reasoning for wanting to bring him is like you're worried that he's dangerous to other people, you haven't gotten an indication that that is part of his MO. That's all.
4: Except for like the whole, like, Hannibal Lecter mask, but, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, remember, And, and being was, locked
4: away in a cat that
0: cat. wasn't to prevent him from eating you, that was to prevent him from talking because he's so- likeable. I know.
3: And then he'd
2: get close and
1: eat you. Is he, uh, is he, like he magically, like, supernaturally D- likable? Like, he has, he has, he has, he abil- has like, magical abilities that make him likable. Or Or is it just that he's a really super guy?
0: So earlier on, I was playing it as though it was basically supernatural, but in actuality, it it is just that he's a really super guy. There are certain people who just like exude friendliness. He is a guy who just exudes friendliness. And then also because he's a bard, he can, he has a way with words. He can, he is very convincing.
4: So Pops right up before he your eye. Sing songs for us, which we will force TJ to do.
0: <laughs> eh? <Yeah. laughs> eh? Yeah. Because I'm living in a Okay.
3: Sing dancing on the ceiling.
0: Oh, what a feeling when
1: I'm dancing on the ceiling. Anyway.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So to TJ's point of there's no indication that he was violent. All I said. Maybe that came from what I had no, said. No, no, no.
0: no. That was, was in response was, to Matt's, to Gwen saying he, like he, we're trying to prevent him from doing something. Terrible no, no, no. I know.
3: Else. And you said that there's no, there was nothing indicating that he was that person. I'm saying I think Matt made that comment possibly out of me saying if I was stuck with a group of people I didn't want to be stuck with, if you know something bad befell them, you know maybe I wouldn't care or maybe I would even try to have but, it happen. And so there was there was the violent aspect put in by me, not necessarily obviously anything that you right.
0: That. And you and you talked about him, you know, maybe bringing harm to through inaction. And there's nothing inaction, to indicate yeah. that he wouldn't do that. But but it, you know, Matt was saying like, oh, you know, if we don't take him something terrible having someone else because of that. If you were to think just like violence, I just you know remind everybody exactly what it was that he you know got in trouble no, for. And
4: yeah, but he's also like silver tongued. You can like.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally other... not saying that he couldn't yeah. do something bad to other people. Mm-hmm. I'm just making, since it's been a while and since it's been a while since we've seen him and he could be heard about what's going on, I just wanted to remind everybody exactly what, you know, his deal was. So.
1: Silver tongue does no wonder Gwen wants him along. Yeah. It comes down to our expectation mm-hmm. then. If we don't expect him to help, we don't count on his help. It doesn't matter if he chooses to not act if we're in trouble. We don't depend on his help anyway. Mm -hmm. But I do not think that we feel threatened by him. Are you data? Yeah, we've we've (laughs) been through this a number of times, Steve.
3: Let's just review
4: that Steve has
3: no memory. (laughs) Continue.
1: If there is no threat, anything he does with us is a benefit. We are not expecting him to help anyway. I also think, did, did we ever get an answer, did Boothill answer Matt's question about do we know where he's supposed to be going?
4: I don't think we
0: got an answer, but. I, I didn't know that that question was asked before.
4: That's, oh, so that's what I was trying to ask was. Okay. That, since we are trying to go like, in one direction, yeah. is it like, is everything he's trying to do somewhere else? Cause that's gonna be another part of it, like if it's completely out of our way, it might not, we might say fine, go off on your own. <laughs> Yeah, we we have other things to do.
1: Like, he doesn't have a mission. If if one of his relics is not like in this village, we're going to.
4: (laughs) Well, I mean, if it's like if everything's gonna be like, okay, they picked him up like in theory way off to the west because he's already on the ship traveling right east when we met him. You know, if it's all on the other side of the continent, right, it's kind of out of our way at that point. Or it's gonna be we delay him so long. That's not doing anything good either. Right. I guess probably the other part is, I'm thinking, like, does this help fulfill our task for Boothal of assisting him? uh If we were to in more or less indirectly or directly assist the priests of Moradin, does that help uh strengthen Boothal's position?
0: So are you asking me to tell you now whether or
4: not it strengthens Boothal's position?
3: Oh, no, I think he was, he's, you're, you're he's asking that, that to the group. The group. Okay. Yeah, I, I was asking
4: the question of the group, and then I cut out. So no, I don't think oh, no, no, no. That there was a problem. With the call you
3: didn't so. cut out. I just I didn't have an answer for it. Sorry.
4: Oh, no, no, I'm saying I got a thing saying. There
3: yeah, was there like, was a little. Oh, I I didn't get that. Sorry.
4: Yeah, I'm saying I cut out, so I don't know if anyone answered or anything. But yeah, basically I was asking the group if we thought that helps fulfill our mission for the you know the Raven Queen initially of trying to help instill Boothill as the the Rex. You know, since he was talking about the you know the priests of Morden are our little concern about all the support from the Raven Queen. If we were to help them directly in that task, maybe it'd help have him gain favor with the priests of Morden again.
3: I feel that we helped fate enough along mm-hmm. by coming here and finding the relics in the first place.
4: I'm thinking, well, per- perhaps we should rest on it and we again, we'll see if we, we we'll see if we can.
3: The finishing of my thought was, oh. I don't think we owe them anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, one way or the other, but we can certainly, it, it, I mean, I imagine taking him would definitely, sh- could only help Boothel's position, not hurt it. Did mm-hmm. he, uh, did he, he was just offering,
1: right? It wasn't like yeah. he was saying,
3: please take
1: this, this guy yeah, for right. me.
3: But maybe that's because he was being polite, because he already asked so much from us already.
2: No, mm-hmm.
4: yeah. I do no, seem No, he's, he's to kind be... of a Boothel, I don't think he'd be worried about that. <laughs>
1: I do seem to be coming down on the side of this. His uh, accompanying Gardain seems to be a job that clerics of Moradin should be doing.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially if he is recovering
4: relics of the church. For them. And I think I see it as, once we get an answer of of where these relics are, if he's fated to go the same direction as us, then I say we take him. if not, I, I say it's not our concern then. I,
1: I wonder how... The, the Church of Morden was not especially pleased that a group of adherents to Our Lady were returning this criminal. I have to wonder how comfortable they would be with us handling their relics as well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and rubbing our non-penises, in your case, all mm-hmm. over
1: it. <laughs> but your your suggestion is is a good one. We should
3: sleep on it. I think, well, I think more answers will help us tomorrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. And with that, he collapses to the
2: ground. <laughs> Andy's <Thank> coming. Him. <laughs> it's Sid.
0: <sighs> All right. So anyone interested in sleeping sleeps like the dead. Like you had an exhausting day and uh you have comfortable beds. You sleep. Immediately and you sleep deeply and you uh wake up feeling rested in the morning. And uh Hooray. Shortly after you wake up, I, I, I imagine like you ring the uh servant bell to get like water so you can wash up maybe to request food.
4: Yes. Okay. Sure.
0: So shortly
4: after a pound of your finest bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Bring forth rashers.
1: It's rat bacon
3: right.
0: <laughs> shortly after you like after you make your request before it's even brought back boothel comes to your door and uh again knocks and then lets himself in and says uh, I asked them to let me know as soon as you were awake have you come to a decision
4: just looked to Gwen. We're still waiting on uh, information as to where, which direction he was headed for these relics. Uh, we've received orders to uh, proceed to the east. Uh, and If he were to be going that direction also, I think we would bury him as a companion for some time. But uh, otherwise, I think we would wish him well on his journey and proceed on our own.
0: Well, as of yet, he has not revealed the location of any of the objects. So he, it is unclear what direction he intends to head.
4: And allow us to get, uh, packed up and perhaps we can, uh, question him ourselves, uh, see if he will tell us which direction he is headed.
0: I would certainly permit that and will go out of my way to discuss it with Morden's priests. L- allow me to go now and, uh. I will speak with them to be sure that when you arrive, you'll be permitted through without um, being hassled. Thank you. Of course. And with that, he goes away and leaves you to have your breakfast and freshen up. And assemble our
4: coconuts. Yes.
3: This seems like a fool's errand. Perhaps. The more I hear of it. Aerith definitely seems disinterested in the, in having more conversation, so he's just mm-hmm. just looking watching
4: watches me eat my bacon mm-hmm <laughs> or <do> you join <laughs> in? oh I
3: would totally eat some bacon okay and and then yeah you know would be totally i imagine aerith would be a would be a foodie if he had a camera he'd take pictures of all his food
4: <laughs> I consume this
3: this provided my body no nutritional value. <laughs> Did not need it, but I put it in my mouth.
4: <laughs> That's what she said. Bazinga.
3: So,
1: are we going to the temple?
4: I suppose. I think it's on the way out anyway. Just wasn't everything basically up that way?
3: I have no idea. I don't remember anymore either.
4: Just push the elevator button. Let's go up.
3: <laughs> Wonk Vader. We'll get there faster.
4: Okay. <laughs> you guys are headed to the temple. Sure. We'll check in. All right. You're there. That was fast. Yay. See, it's with the coconuts. So you travel faster. Oh, okay. <laughs> when you
0: arrive to the temple entrance, there is a youngish-looking acolyte standing there. He looks nervous as you approach.
2: <clears throat> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, Hello. Uh, I, I, hi, I'm, 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 I, uh, I'm supposed to show you where, where he is. Where, 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 where it okay. is, where he's, where he's being kept. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, d- f- follow me, please. And then he, like, turns and immediately starts, like, very fast walking.
4: <laughs> Alright, I guess we'll follow him.
0: Okay.
3: It's so
0: a dwarf. Yeah, it's a dwarf.
3: So fast walking is all relative. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he's not leisurely walking. He's like
4: he moves at twenty-seven. So I mean, I'm yeah, sorry. We're... He moves at uh
0: five and a five half, half, squares. half squares. Yeah. <laughs> he moves so he's moving at a good pace. And uh as you're walking, you pass a open doorway, which you look in and see a large room on the other side and there are about 11 or 12 priests gathered there already. You can tell because they're of the, you know, clothing that they're wearing. Um, they're all dwarven and uh, they appear to be preparing the room for the ritual that they're going to be performing. But he, he leads you past that so you don't have long to look and uh, you go maybe another 20 feet. And uh, there's a thick wooden door, and uh, he pulls a key out of his robes. It's attached to a long string around his neck, and he uh, uses it to open the door. And you walk in, and there are four holding cells in this space, and only one is occupied. And it's occupied with the uh, dwarf that you brought from Jalarama's ship. And uh, the acolyte says, uh, I'll I'll leave you here right now. And uh, he just turns and leaves. You notice almost immediately that Gardane does not have his mouth guard on at the moment.
4: Good morning, sunshine.
0: You remember us? Yes, I do. I never had quite the opportunity to uh, extend my appreciation to you for returning me home. Well, it was our pleasure.
3: Aaron says, but you were a criminal. Why would you want to come home?
0: Well, by your logic, I'd be a criminal anywhere. So if I'm going to be a criminal somewhere, why not be home?
3: Because if you were a criminal elsewhere, they wouldn't necessarily know you were a criminal. Here they know.
0: Well, allow me to go back a step. You weren't the ones who captured me. I could have stayed somewhere surrounded by water all day or, you know, some other hideous place like that. Uh, at least now I get to be uh,
4: within the stone of my home. But you understand you're to uh, leave home again, aren't you?
0: He, uh, for the briefest of moments, the the smile leaves his face, the smile which any time the mouth guard has come off, you have always seen on his face. He says yes, well, I suppose that's what I get. They they managed to catch me, and uh, I guess they would like their false treasures back
4: <laughs> speaks up
3: like Aaron literally th- look. looks around like trying to see who was talking about to.
4: is there a bug in the room? we've come to ask a question uh, which uh, direction the answer is yes I am single that's <laughs> not the question I referred to but, uh, ah but it's the one that's really you on, your on your traveling? mind in fact it is not
1: or on your loins (laughs) I vote we do not take him simply
2: for his annoying
3: nature (laughs) we do not need someone to replace me for the annoying character in this group
4: (laughs) well we wish you luck on your journey Uh, perhaps we'll see you some other time I turn and uh, start walking out
0: Ah, my dear it's been lovely to have you come visit me almost as lovely as it is to see you leave
4: <laughs> I was waiting for
3: that That's yeah. a TJ line. Yeah, you're not role TJ. You're just being you
4: in Dwarf Worm. It's oh. does that mean he's hitting on me? No, <laughs>
3: it's hard
1: to tell if, if TJ's <laughs> trying to play a dwarf or an elf, though. Yeah, right. His, his dwarfs and elves always seem the same.
0: <laughs> hashtag Magna. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. It, might,
3: it would definitely have to be hashtag. Magda Bridgefucker or whatever. <laughs> Bridgefucker? That would be the moniker he gave himself. I thought it was Bridgebane. Yeah, Bridge it was It
1: was, was, was Bridgebane Bridge and Lickfucker.
2: Oh yes. Bridge. Oh. <laughs> I knew it was somewhere.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: you killed Matt.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's getting better.
3: At least mm-hmm. he died doing what he loved. Laughing,
0: raping, and pillaging. <laughs> So, I assume that you were serious when you said you were leaving, and so, yeah, yeah, that, I that, have said that, that, that was his point, response. So.
4: Yep, I was fine with uh, everyone else's consensus at that point, so.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, friend Baldy. <laughs> Goodbye, friend also Baldy.
4: Just turn and leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for visiting me! Uh, Aerith.
4: So out we go. Do we see any of the uh, priests or well, our uh, our guide on the way out? I was
0: gonna say so. As you were leaving, that's why I s- Steve, what Aerith was doing.
3: Oh, I'm following. Sorry, yeah, okay. no, it's okay. If right. ever if right. ever there's a question, I'm always following Gwen. Even right. if if like if she's compelled by some magical like. spell, like a lemming, and just goes over a cliff, more than likely, Aerith will follow.
4: Like creepy close walking follow? Or? Oh yeah,
3: like if you stop, he's gonna bump <laughs> into some part of you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he'll do it with an erection.
4: <laughs> that's that's why we're plate right? armor. <laughs> <laughs> Clang, <laughs> ding, ding, ding,
2: uh, uh, ding.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Mort. All right. So as as you guys leave the room, you see that the acolyte is like in the hallway just outside the door. And once all three of you are out, he closes the door. He pulls the door closed and locks it right away.
4: That's, I, uh, I'm that's all we needed. To,
0: do you, oh, oh, okay. Yes. Oh, Lead the way out. Sure, sure, Stand sure. And lead. he starts walking fast.
3: Aerith <laughs> <laughs> leans over and says, this one's not good with social interactions.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I imagine this dwarf is like the, the teenage
1: guy from simpsons, simpsons.
2: yeah Mr.
3: <laughs> so greasy Whoa. i'll have to ask my manager
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm
3: sorry i'll have to ask the high priest
0: <laughs> so he this time on the way out he slows down as you guys are passing the room, but unless you make an immediate move towards the door, he doesn't slow down for long.
4: No no, we're just we're heading out. Okay.
0: Once he realizes that you're still following him and not, you know, going to mm-hmm. see more important people, he full speeds it to the front door and says, Yes, well here. Thank thank you. Yes, please. Uh mm-hmm. yes, thanks, goodbye.
4: Uh and I turn and ask him if the high priests or if your Rex uh we're to ask. uh We've decided not to have him accompany us on our journey. Good luck with your uh, ritual to uh, bind him. He's all yours. Oh, not we mine. It's, it's our, someone else's. Our lady's oh, meeting. but I see what you're Yes, yes. Okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you for your assistance, and I'll turn and start walking out. Thank you. Okay, so you guys had where? I think we had to go through that little village or town or thing or whatever to, to get to the entrance. Did we already to
1: get our supplies? Was that, like, brought to us or no?
0: Uh, it was, it was not brought to you, but... Oh, well then let's go get our supplies. Yeah. Okay. But you guys grabbed all your things out of the keep before you left?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
4: Yeah, we were pretty much planning on, because we are coming up here, either he's coming with us or not, and we're, we're on our way.
0: Well, wh- when you told the head of house, like, here's the materials that you needed, like, here's your supplies that you wanted, and, did you guys also ask for a map? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Okay, I, I thought so. When, when you... Indicated what area you wanted. He said, oh, so you'll be heading over the mountains. I'll I'll make sure to provide the equipment in the proper uh, location. As you were leaving, he said, I've had the materials gathered in the trading village. Simpler than trying to get horses across the bridge over to here. Once you get over there, you will see your things near the money changer, near the entrance. To the trading village, provide him your name. He shouldn't need no more than that to identify you. And, uh, you will be all set to go. So we appreciate your assistance. Yeah. So it, it was a pleasure to serve you. And, uh, if I may, I just want to extend my gratitude to you for helping return young Boothel back to us. Although I suppose he is now to be uh, Rex rather than my young Boothel, whatever changes have overtaken him i know not what was the world's doing and maturity and the years and what part any of you individually played in it but you brought him back and he seems closer to the man he was before the accident than the frail thing that he was afterwards so
4: i appreciate it and thank you but uh we're merely instruments of fate in this
0: yes well i know that Fate had something to do with this, so I suppose that I should be thanking you again, so that you can pass my thanks along to your lady.
4: We shall, and do try to take care of him.
0: I will. So that that all took place before you went down to the mm-hmm. temple. So uh, yes, you guys can go. Cuthine. Yes, exactly. So you guys can go directly to the trading city. Okay. You you go up to the keep level. You cross the bridge over to the trading city, and uh, as you get close to the other side of the city, you see a covered cart with two horses in front and one tied to the rear. and
4: uh, (laughs) a spare tire?
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, there's three of you. And uh, this way, if one horse falls lame, there's, yeah, basically, yeah, like a spare tire. (laughs) So you approach in before you even have an opportunity to provide your name. The dwarf within the money changers. It's not, it's not quite a shanty, but it's not quite a house. Some something in between comes out. Just a
4: regular shack.
0: Sure, shack. Fine. Comes out and uh, extends his hand and says, "You are the ones responsible for bringing Bothal back to us. We had a part to play in it. Yes. Very good.
1: <laughs> Die.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very good. These, these are your belongings, then. I wish you." Speed and safety and offer my gratitude to you. I have long been a friend of the Rex's line and, uh, it, it is good to have him back and ensure that this, this line of leaders will, uh, maintain control of our clan.
4: Thank you for assembling these things for us.
0: Oh, I didn't really assemble anything. I simply accepted the assignment of keeping an eye on them until you were ready to leave
4: well even still, so, thank you for your part in this
0: yes of course but if if you wouldn't mind it it is blocking a bit of the access to my building so
4: we understand we uh, wish to get on our way ourselves
0: very good it's sort of set up like a caravan wagon if you'd like you could sit to in the driver's seat and one sort of in the cargo portion of the back or you could walk alongside or someone could ride one of the horses
3: i'll sit in the back i yes.
4: don't care okay Has anyone else ever driven a, a wagon or a cart before
1: i have i'm sure in a past life i have
4: sure okay mm. so
3: <laughs> but back then it was a hover carriage <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> so basically it's yeah, any of us could probably sit up there and be able to drive it so yeah it doesn't really matter how we sit i guess for now we can take shifts and who sits in the back and possibly lays down and any problem with that
1: nope nope
4: onwards Alrighty. to empty well or whatever we're going to uh dry barrel dry barrel yes
1: and that, that'll be a good place for us as we leave the dwarven area that'll be a good place to cut this episode
0: very good thank you everyone for listening stay tuned next time to hear about their trials and tribulations crossing the desert and uh whether or not they will ever make it to Dry Barrel.
1: All the obstacles that we face that could be easily overcome by a bard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you
3: only had brought that bard. <laughs> you
2: prideful, prideful
3: fool. Yeah. Welcome to the singing
2: gates. Sing a song in the past.
3: I bet you Aerith could do the robot. Oh, It's the pop and lock. The thriller dance. Oh, told could to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. So there
3: you have it. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to say stuff. So.
0: Yeah, usually you usually take care of the details.
1: Uh, <laughs> what do Follow I also say? Us on... Follow us on Twitter at LTM Gaming or send us email podcast at ltmgaming.com and stuff. Find us online at ltmgaming.com.
4: Send cash.
1: Send cash. Yeah, we could use cash. Just shove it right into your CD drive. <laughs> send nude photos unless you're a dude.
0: Then send nude videos. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, also, LTM Gaming not responsible if cash shoved into CD round drive breaks CD
3: round drive. Or if sharing of nude photos get you fired from the job.
1: <laughs> I think it get me fired, not the person who said this to me.
3: Well, if you would stop, if you have compulsion to save every digital thing you ever sent, Paul.
1: Yeah, I'm a digital
3: hoarder.
2: <laughs> the end. The end.
3: So I just want to be clear. It doesn't matter the addition. We just fail on skill checks.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I feel like hey. you guys pass all of mine. Yeah, yours are probably too easy. Just probably. <laughs> shut up. Because Paul makes them super... Oh, yeah, <laughs> shut up. up. <laughs> you make yours ridiculously hard, so...
0: <laughs> to be fair, if Paul made his, like, all you guys need to do is get tens, we would fail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly because I have to roll a lot on Paul's challenges because I would be a part of the group.
1: Yeah, see, that's the reason TJ, we TJ's succeed on TJ.
3: Yeah,
4: because yeah. Cause is not, heard not exactly. part of it. <laughs> We've eliminated the dead weight.
3: All right. Oh, All right. Dead weight. Uh, <laughs> it's a little cruel? I, it's true.
0: But... <laughs> I'm trying to remember, like, was Matt outside the city? Was Matt in the city? Was he
4: by himself? Was he with everybody else? <laughs> That that's what I'm not. No one's sure paying of.
1: that much attention, not even us. We'll hand wave it. No. We're at like
2: we're at like episode 25. I'm sure no one else is listening at this point anyway, so. <laughs> Agreed.